Welcome to the Words for Writers podcast, inspiration and instruction for writers. I'm your host, Jenny L. Weitrip, award-winning novelist, writing coach, and editor. Thanks for joining us. Sharon Norris Elliott, welcome to the podcast. I have been looking forward to talking with you. Uh, We share quite a bit in common, although we are just really getting to know each other. Yes. So I am um, so grateful for that opportunity. And we are doing that because we both serve on the board of West Coast Christian Writers. And you have just accepted a new position on the leadership team. Another hat. Yes, another (laughs) hat. (laughs) So you will be co-conference director with the equally amazing Sarah Sundin. Yes. So that will be really fun. And I know that's a title you have held in the past. In the past, yeah. Over over many years. So, okay, let me introduce you uh, officially and then okay. we'll, we'll get going. Live significantly. That's the inspiring message of Sharon Norris Elliott, award-winning author, popular conference speaker, and astute Bible teacher. Sharon loves Jesus, wants her life to count, and encourages everyone who will listen to live a life that matters. Her books span genres from parenting to women's to teens to children's and to general Christian interest. Additionally, Sharon is CEO of Authorize Me, her own mentoring, coaching, editing service through which she assists writers toward their publishing. And now you've also added literary literary agent to the services you offer writers. Yes, which we will obviously talk about. Um, So tell, tell me, tell our listeners, how did your passion for writers develop? Because so much of what you do, you are a working author. You are still writing and releasing books, which we'll talk about your latest book. But how did that passion for serving writers develop? It actually started, uh, Jenny, the first writers conference, Christian writers conference I ever went to. I didn't know anything about conferences. Um, I had written a Bible study, what I thought was a Bible study for myself, right? I was studying Proverbs 31, right? Like all good Christian women. (laughs) And so uh, (laughs) I'm studying it and I'm sharing it with my girlfriends at church. And one of them said, oh, this would be a good book. Mm -hmm. Huh, really? Now I had always been a reader and I had always written things. Like I write praise and worship music. And so I write poetry and, you know, little, little story plays and musicals, right? I would take my little songs, (laughs) but a book. Okay. And so then I heard about a Christian writers conference that was being held at my alma mater at Biola. And so I knew I could trust it if it was going to be at Biola. And so I went and at that conference, several things happened. First of all, I met a gentleman who was uh, producing a Christian magazine for African-American Christian teenagers. Wow. And 
he, you know, we in talking, he discovered I was a teacher. And so he asked me if I could maybe help him with like grammar. You know, he, he was the business person, but he was not, you know, an editor. Yeah. Or, or grading. Now, I didn't know that word yet. I mean, <laughs> you, so to me, it was like, sure. You know, I grade papers every day. I did not know that I had become a magazine editor. I'm just helping somebody. But by the end of this conference, I discovered I was a writer. And so that's the second thing that happened. The third thing that happened was I noticed that these people who were the teachers were publishers from companies that were on the spines of the books I read. They were um, authors of some of the books I read. And it made no sense to me at first that these people were actually training their competition. Interesting. You know, and so sitting in that final meeting, I said, this only makes sense in a Christian context because we are all ultimately on the same team. And if these people could make me better at doing what I do, then I'm advancing the kingdom. And I promised God right then, I said, if you allow me to be a part of this world, right? I will give back everything I ever learned. Hmm. to other people and it started almost immediately wow so because of the magazine and my teaching I was you know invited to to be on faculties and then it just wow you know kind of went from there so yeah yeah I've been a beginner for a long time so I love teaching beginners (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do we ever really progress beyond being I think so. writers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. So conferences obviously have played a large role oh, in your own journey as a writer, but also then in what you offer to writers. Yes. Yeah. So valuable. And I, I completely agree um, that sense of um, servanthood, service in the Christian writing community is huge. Yes. And it's so beautiful mm-hmm. to witness. And um, you and I offer similar services to writers. And I just get excited by that. It's like, oh, good. I can't <laughs> do it all. You can't do it all. Right. You know, we're each unique and God has given us unique gifts so we can reach unique audiences and unique writers. So that's neat. Very neat. So when did you decide to add literary agent to your (laughs) offerings and how did you come to that decision? Well, um, it was, what's this, 2021, right? Yeah. So it was, it had to be summer of 2019. I was at the, I was 
uh, on the faculty for the Southern California Christian Writers Conference. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, some of my um, agent friends, you know, were there. And I don't know how, how the Lord speaks to you, right? I do not hear voices, <laughs> all right? But I do hear, I guess it's it's just this, these ideas, it seems, you know, will pop into my head. Um, and it just is just a natural kind of thought, right? I've been walking with the Lord now since, you know, full time since I was 18. Wow. So, you know, like, like a couple of years ago. So anyhow, <laughs> you know, um, I just started started asking. I asked one of the agents who I highly, you know, admire and respect, you know, what what it would take to become an agent. You know, and he gave me some really good um, guidance and um, some really complimentary, you know, things that he said. Like he actually said, "I thought you were already an agent." <laughs> I don't know. And so, you know, after talking about it. I thought, okay, yeah, I can help other people, you know, because I do, I'm, because I'm on faculties and because I've been around a while in this business, you know, I know some people, I could get to know some more people. And so I said, okay, you know, let's do this. And so there was a lady there who was trying to pitch her first book and she sat with me in an appointment and we just started talking and then one thing kind of led to another. And so I said, okay, so, you know, I'm your agent. She goes, yay, you're my agent. <laughs> so that, that was summer funny. of 2019. And wow. so I was helping her. She wasn't at the place yet, yeah. right? With a full proposal and all, all those things. And so I helped her to develop all of that and we got our contract. It's like, what? <laughs> so, so, um, that's great. Coronavirus, you know, COVID hit. Yeah. Um, I finished out 2020, um, teaching. So by August of 2020, we were home right in March, 2020. Right. And that was so hard. Yeah. It was so hard. I've been teaching uh, elementary, but mostly high school for 35 years. Wow. And it was just hard. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, some other things were changing in education, kind of how we approach things with kids. And I'm going, I think I've outstayed, I've overstayed my welcome. <laughs> and so August, 2020, I retired on August 3rd. On August 3rd, that was a Monday. On August 3rd, I started Authorize Me full-time. Wow. And I had been doing that. I'd had that business since 2008, huh. you know, helping authors and things like that. But adding the literary agency to Authorize Me full-time. And God has just been going, girl, okay, I've been trying to get these people to you. Um, as of today, I have 28 clients. 
Yes. Wow. I went on your website as I was doing my homework and my research, and I saw a lot of clients there. And it was very, it's so exciting. So exciting. So exciting. exciting. Yeah. Let's, if you're, may we talk race and talk about race in publishing? The human race? Oh, no. Okay. Go ahead. And, and did that have, was there a factor in your decision to become an agent and represent African-American or other groups? I mean, did that play into it at all? Coming out of 2020, another year where we were obviously reminded of the divisions yes. that we are still working through and yeah. So talk about that a little bit. I believe summer of 2020 embarrassed us as a Christian publishing world. Mm. Okay. We should not have had to have been pushed to say, Oh, wait a minute. We don't have a lot of BIPOC that's the term, right? right? BIPOC authors. No. We don't have a lot of BIPOC editors. No. Or illustrators mm-hmm. or marketers. Or and there's we should <laughs> yes. have said there's something really wrong with this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, I have been, like I said, I've been in this business now for over 30 years. And I have been the only African-American person at at a major writer's conference. Um, I have been told, like early on, (laughs) I was submitting book proposals, you know, and I'll never forget this. This is as clear as day. I approached a major publisher with a book that's now published, but it was the early days, you know, I, I approached and they, the, the first thing this editor said to me was, oh, we have an African-American imprint. Yeah. Uh. You, you know, what was that supposed to mean to me? Mm-hmm. Right. If you didn't, my book would not, what, what? I don't understand. And so I've sat on many a panel, <laughs> right, to discuss um, what is what do what are you thinking of publishers, you know, editors, acquisitions editors, when you think of an African American book? Because I don't know what that is. Wow. As an African American person, <laughs> yeah. I read books. Yeah. And I write Christian books. I don't write black Christian books. I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. And you are asking me for something for your company that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I have gone through those things. So um, I started the company. Uh, I mean, I started the literary agency section, right? Mainly 
with African American writers because those are my friends a lot, right? Right. And um, they're having the same kinds of trouble. But I don't when you when you looked at my site, right? No. Yeah. You realize I, I do not only represent African Americans, right? And I was interviewed by Publishers Weekly um, along with a, a few other. Um, African-American literary agents. And the, the lady who um, interviewed me, the journalist who interviewed me said, uh, now, do you only represent African-American authors? And I said, now that would be hypocritical, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, So no, I represent, I want to represent the next blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't yeah. care who writes it. <laughs> you could be green as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I do, the majority of my clients to date are African-American. Um, and I think it's because of the same reason why we didn't have a lot of African-American authors coming to writers conferences years ago. because when we saw the brochure, we didn't see us on it. Yeah. And so it seemed maybe like this maybe wasn't for us. Right. And so um, my first Mount Hermon conference, um, I know you went to the Mount Hermon conference and um, Dave, who used to be the conference director, Dave Talbot would call people up right at, at meals, interview (laughs) them. And this particular conference, you know, 30, 20 some years ago, um, I was it at the conference and I had my magazine, but I wasn't on the faculty. And I had approached him to tell him that I actually could take appointments, right? And people could get published. So he called me up at a lunch or dinner or what have you. And, you know, we talked about the magazine. And then he said, now, it seems like you're easy to talk to. And I don't think that this would, you know, embarrass you or anything, but look around the room, right? What could we do to, and diversity wasn't even a word in the vocabulary yet, right? So it's like, what could we do, right, to attract, you know, people from other races? And I said, put me on the faculty. And so everybody there, ah, you know, and so I was, I was a staple at Mount Hermon for like 20 years. Um, and I used to bring my kids from school, my high school students. So we started the uh, teen track. We were the first conference nationwide, yeah. right. To have a teen track. And, um, cause I didn't see any young people there either. Right. <laughs> right? That's right. So, like wait a minute so anyway um yeah I represent uh African Americans I think you know obviously right just like women right we gather together because we have things in common I can talk about and so as African American authors you know we gather together there's a thing you know we you know I could tell them what some of the pitfalls are you know, some of the things that you're going to hear still <laughs> and kind of how to yep. how to navigate that. But 
bottom line, I want to let all of my writers, <clears throat> you know, know, well, how do you do this? Yeah. And that's the bottom line. How do I, how do I get in? Exactly. Right. I okay. was just brave enough, I guess, to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm that's not- the perfect segue to, <laughs> that's the perfect segue to what do you look for in an author? Yes. You want the next blockbuster. We all do. Um, yeah. So what's your, I'm going to write it myself. Yeah. <laughs> what's your ideal client? Okay. So you, you had, discuss, we had discussed the top three tips. Yes. For writing. Okay, I have four. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So, Go for it. Um, the top thing that I want all of my authors to know and do is to keep their readers felt needs in mind first. Right. Um, as, especially as Christian authors, right? We are, I'm hearing from God. I'm hearing from the Lord. The Lord is telling me what to write. Okay. Yes. He's telling you what to write, right? But you also need to continue to listen, right? To find out who you're writing that for. Yeah. And so rather than, I want you to, to switch. I want you to make a paradigm shift. Ooh, SAT word. <laughs> <laughs> A paradigm shift from this is what I want to write to this is what my readers need. Yes. Okay. So take what you want to write and put it into that mold. Yes. Okay. So first and foremost, Um, secondly, work on platform. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, hate to say it, but it's a reality that we just have to deal with because if we can't sell your book and if people don't want what you are writing, yeah. Right, right. You're you're spinning your wheels and spending a whole lot of time. And probably you're gonna get frustrated and you're gonna say, Well, I'll publish it myself. And not to disparage self-publishing, there there are reasons for it, mm-hmm. but it's not because somebody said no to me. Yes. Right. You need to find out why somebody said no to you (laughs) and fix that. Absolutely. Okay. So work on platform. Who wants what you have? Right. I I especially talk to people who want to write their memoir. (laughs) And you you see, I'm I'm not a shrinking violet. So I will, they will tell me about their life story and it's great. And God's done so much. And my first two words are, who cares? <laughs> right? The last memoir I read was Michelle Obama's. Yes. Why? Because she's Michelle Obama. <laughs> so nobody knows you. Yeah. They're not looking for your story. Right? So yeah. work on platform. Who, who wants you? Who wants what you write? Third is listen to God and the industry professionals that he places around you. God has given us to you. God has given us, you know, God has given you an agent. God has given you these people who you meet right at, at conferences who have knowledge, who have been doing this for a while. And we know what we're talking about. Something that frustrates me more than almost anything is when you ask me a question, right? Or have 
you have things going and I say, okay, however, you know, and then give my professional <laughs> experienced, experienced <laughs> advice. Yes. And then there's kind of an argument. I'm going, what? So, okay. God speaks through <laughs> agents, editors, right? Yeah. Um, your coaches, your writing coaches. Okay. And then fourth, know your audience and have a clear idea of how to reach it. Mm. Okay. So not just the felt need. So, okay. Now I know what they feel they need, mm-hmm. but how am I going to reach them? Yes. And I think that's one of the things in publishing, as we were talking earlier about race and, and all of that, that's one thing that publishers don't yet know. They don't yet know, talking about the African-American market, they don't yet know how to reach that market. Interesting. You don't reach the African-American market the same way. You reach the Christian African-American market through the church. Yeah. <laughs> so you've That's got to get world. to know the pastors. You've got to get to know the at the denominational level. Wow. Right? Right. Um, of the Baptist, you know, denominations, the church of God in Christ, you know, you, you've got to go there to those people to filter it down. So that's great. Such wise words and, and the voice of experience. Uh, One of the things I often say to writers is what sets a writer apart from a writer seeking publication is that shift in focus. It's no longer about you and your writing. It's about the reader. And that is, that is truth. That's the shift that takes place. We write, we love to write, but when we're writing for someone else, we are serving them with our words and it's a whole different game. (laughs) Right. You change from a writer to an author. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what are you looking for in terms of manuscripts? Okay. What do you want? Okay, so my ideal author, uh, characteristic-wise, this is not going to surprise you, is teachable. Yes. <laughs> teachable, focused, and patient. Ah. Okay, teachable, focused, and patient. What I'm looking for, like I said, I'm looking for the next blockbuster, obviously. I'm looking for the next masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, uh, one of my, tag one of my taglines right for authorize me is that I take you from idea to manuscript to masterpiece wow right okay so I'm looking for that I'm looking for women's nonfiction that's kind of my main wheelhouse um I love working with African-American pastors hmm, neat um, they teach us from the pulpit just so richly every week Yet so few of them are writing these things down. Hmm. And so, you know, there are, I have uh, three pastors uh, right now. Um, And so I love working, you know, with them to get them published. And then I've just fallen into children's picture books and early readers. So I have several uh, clients who are writing picture books um, I'm writing picture books. I have a contract for um, a seven book series 
uh, that'll start in 22. So I'm really excited about that. I Um, am excited to hear that because that is hard. It's a hard market. Yeah. (laughs) I am so often asked, you know, who, who can I talk to? Who, who can lead me in writing children's books or picture books? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Good to know. And then, you know, general nonfiction, the, the men's books, um, you know, there's, I have a leadership, you know, a client who writes leadership books, um, a young man who has trended on TikTok, Ooh. right? <laughs> um, and so um, I signed him recently um, and, and he's just an awesome, you know, Christian young man, you know, fam- young family, entrepreneur, you know, so we're going to be working on his book, right? How did, how did he do this? How do you do this? Here's an African-American millennial young man who is, you know, not being pulled over by the police. He's not, there's not a warrant out, you know, or whatever. He's a college graduate. He's amazing. And so um, you'll be hearing from him and then any new approach to an old problem, you know, what, what do you have? You know, what is God telling you to say to who about a new approach to an old problem? So that's what I'm looking for as an agent. Okay. So all nonfiction with the exception of maybe the picture books and. Yeah. Now I do have, I think I have one client who is uh, a novelist and her, right. It was just so beautiful. I I have to represent but that is not my strength. So yeah. Good. Good. Oh, good. So fun to hear. And it's so exciting um, to know there's another um, agent who is representing writers and uh, offering the gifts that you offer. And what's your submission process? Well, um, I do want to see a, at least a one sheet. And a couple of pages. Yeah. And not the introduction. I hate introductions. <laughs> I hate them because all authors, you know, want to tell you how to use this book. <laughs> I know how to use a book. I know how to read. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, chapter one, um, most definitely. But my my authorize me, the consulting, the coaching, the editing, right? Mm-hmm. I actually have a 12 masterclass series. Yes, I saw that. That I teach that many new authors need to take. Yeah. Um, Because if you think you have a book, probably not (laughs) yet. There's so much more to know um, about getting into this business and about about being an author, not just a writer, like we were talking earlier. Absolutely. So I would love for people to check out, right, at authorizeme.net, check out those classes. Um, and if you think you know everything that's already there, then okay, you know, let me see your, your one sheet. Um, let me see your, you know, your first chapter. Yeah. Right. And Great. just send it to authorize me now at gmail.com 
Okay, good. And I will link to all of this on the episode notes. So to the course, to your website, to your books, all of that. So, um, so listeners can find all of that. And this is not the case with all agents. I know you want an author to come to you having done their work, having, you know, honed their craft, built their platform, but it sounds like you are also a coaching and or mentoring agent. Yes. Which is not always true. Yes. You can come to me saying, I want to write a book. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think, I think God is calling me. You could come to me then. Neat. Right. And, um, and we work together to get you to where you want to be. So you will take an author and work them through the process and get them ready. So you're not their agent to begin with. You're their coach to begin with. Correct. You're their editor. You're great. That's right. I love that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So someday I'm going to have you mentor me in how you get it all done (laughs) because you do a lot, but you are you're still a working author. As I said, you had a book release in August. I believe it was how to be a woman. God can bless. It's just right. It's just called a woman. God can bless a woman. Yes. God can bless. Mm-hmm. I ordered it. Yay! I had to, when I, I read the description, I was like, Oh yeah, I need that book also <laughs> to add to the piles. But so tell us about uh, a woman. God can bless. Tell yes, us a woman. God can bless released from Harambe press. Um, August. 2020. And it is all of my books are straight from scripture. Yeah. Okay. But they're not Bible studies, right? They are, you know, nonfiction. Um, but I have none of my own material. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the Bible. So this book is actually a study Uh of Ephesians 4. 17 to 32. So that passage tells us what we should put on and put off. Yeah. And so um, like the bottom line of my ministry heart is that we really live out what we say we believe. Yeah. And so if we want to be women, God can bless. Right. We have some responsibility. Now, we are not talking about salvation. Salvation has nothing to do with us, everything to do with him. We don't, all we do is thank you, right? But once there, (laughs) there's a responsibility. The word of God tells us to work out your own salvation, right? With fear and trembling. And so this is just one sliver from God's word that says, okay, are you working this out? Hmm. And if you if you're working this out, right, you should be you should know how to speak um, words that build up. And you should you should be in control of your anger. And, you you know, there's stuff. And so that passage actually tells us how to put away or put off or stop what we shouldn't be doing and start what we should be doing. And God blesses that. So that is what that book is all about. It's great for individual study. It's great for, you know, a group. 
study. I'm looking to follow it up with a woman God can hear. Wow. Which is going to be um, all the people who got Jesus to stop. Wow. And, and what he, you know, what principles we could get out of that. Like the woman with the issue of blood, right? Jesus right. stops for those who have tried everything else. Mm. Oh, um, I'm going to love writing the chapter on Zacchaeus. Uh, right. Yeah. Remember he climbed up into the tree. Right. So Jesus stops for those who will go out on a limb for him. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so a woman God can hear, hopefully not too far down the road. Yeah. Oh. But I'm finishing right now. You're talking about um, deadlines. <laughs> right. I have a deadline of June 15th for my, my parent. This will be my third parenting book. The first one was um, Raising Boys to Be Like Jesus. The second one was Boomerangs to Arrows, a godly guide for launching young adult children. Or How to Get Your Grown Kids Out of Your House. That one. Yeah, that one. And this one is Didn't See That Coming, When How They're Living's Not How You Raised Them. Mm. Wow. So I'm working on that as soon as we're off uh, talking about each other. Uh, talking to each other, yeah. I'm, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, thank you so so much. Thank you for your time and uh, sharing with writers. Um, I heard you speak. You were one of the keynote speakers at our at the last in person West Coast Christian Writers Conference, and I will say to writers. If Sharon Norris Elliott is ever speaking at a writer's conference, go. <laughs> that was awesome. It was amazingly just, I mean, motivational, inspirational. Um, God has given you a wide assortment of gifts. And I am sure that is because he knew you would share them broadly. So thank you for sharing them with writers. And You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Words with Writers. For show notes, links, and resources for writers, go to wordsforwriters.net.